1: Happy Tuesday. It's 2.05 on the 6.30 chat afternoon news. The still lovely and tan, slightly peeling Andrew Gross. Am I slightly peeling?
0: Or it's did you mean better. to say Appealing?
1: am Maybe both, actually.
0: Where, on top of my head? I don't know. I've, I've been rubbing cream. The advantage of having absolutely really no hair
1: <laughs> is that you
0: can rub cream like your Kojak. I've just been... I'm Slathering.
1: Trying to, yeah, is
0: there a way, you know, to sort of uh, even out a, a tan? Like if I just... Is it like buffing a car? Like No, if I, no. no,
1: no. You can't kind of move it back. Yeah, that's we what could, I was thinking. You could mm, maybe do some focused liquid tan stuff. Mm. Yeah, I
0: believe we have a whole cabinet dedicated to that uh, <laughs> in Manny's room. So, yeah, possibly I could look into that. I would just like to sort of even out the, the skin tone a little bit.
1: But those are freckles. They are. They're just freckles, I, I freckle, so I, think, I don't yeah, tan I think on the top. It's just freckles. Yeah. Well, that's fine. Yeah. But it is Tuesday.
0: <laughs> yeah, sure is. Uh,
1: on the show today, we have uh, another pair of Santana tickets to give away, plus... Are you a sexter? Do Are you, you asking me? No, oh, I'm, I wasn't goodness. looking at you. All right. Uh, Chadville, do you, you know, maybe that's a way that you use you and your partner, you and your wife, your husband, whatever, to um, spicing up the relationship?
0: Before you tell everybody why you're asking that question, should probably qualify that a little bit by saying, we're talking about welcome texting. The yes, Texting of course. between uh, two in, to, individuals in a relationship. Who, right, who consent yes, to the uh, sexting, as opposed to you know everything else that's yeah. going on these days. Don't the send
1: those ones.
0: Yeah, don't send unsolicited pictures of anything. But if, if the two of you are into a relationship where yeah. you like to exchange naughty messages or pictures, are you one of those people? Mm-hmm. And why do you ask the question? Well,
1: because a study that was just done at the University of Alberta <laughs> Sorry. Uh, about it, and the benefits and the negative impacts it can have on a relationship Uh so we have the lead author of the study is going to join us just after three o'clock how
0: exciting is that Mm -hmm. one of those big brain smart uh, university uh, guys uh, talking about sexting so that should be (laughs) interesting that should be interesting
1: (laughs) (laughs) so Um. we'll do that Um, did you get your furnace fixed
0: well here's the deal so do you know when they build a house? I learned a lot last night. Mm. And, and uh, here's what... I learned several things. I, I have a friend who's now in the furnace uh, business. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'd all know him, of course. He used to be a morning guy on an FM station, but mm-hmm. he's gone... Uh, not one of our FM stations, but he's left that and, and gone into this business. And he was, he's been a family friend for years. So we had him over last night. So I learned last night that when they build your house...
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, everything gets installed on that same day. So if your furnace is 18 or 20 years old, so is your water tank. Yep. So is a lot of things in your house. So after a a brief inspection of both the inside, outside of our home... Uh, we've determined now that likely the, the best thing to do would be to buy a new furnace and a new mm-hmm. hot water heater at the same time. And apparently, over the last 20 years, technology has changed. Yes, it has. And there's uh, these, you know, energy efficient and <laughs> fancy-dancy app-related. I can Just
1: what know. you need, another thing to be watching out, to be monitoring all the
0: time. Exactly. I'm not sure exactly why I would ever want to turn on my furnace uh, from Mexico. But if I, you know, that possibility now exists so we we're not at the point of having purchased it yet but we're at the point of uh, waiting for a quote so we're my suspicion would be that this is going to come in for all the work uh, you know a new filter system and vent cleaning and furnace and i'm trying to give him his first sale is what i'm Mm -hmm. trying to do um new hot water tank upgrade to this and that i think it's going to be around I don't, I don't want to put prices out there in case I'm getting a deal, but I think it's around six to seven thousand dollars. Was not expecting that.
1: No, no.
0: On the heels of returning from a vacation, y-
1: you should you should consider renting. You should talk about the options. I'm about considering
0: that. renting an apartment. Is what I'm considering. <laughs> Just abandoning that place. Good luck, everyone. <laughs> See you later. On your own, figure <laughs> <Yeah>. it out. <laughs> Let me know. And here's the deal. So if it transpires, and I suspect it will. Because we had the furnace fixed again, and we're, we're going to get a credit for that. So whatever it costs us to fix it, that'll be a credit against the purchase of the new furnace if, if that's the way we go. Uh, but we can get it all done tomorrow. hmm In one day. All of this. Well, you know what tomorrow happens to be? Hump day! That's true. Uh, and also the day in which Maddie gets her wisdom teeth removed. Oh. Mm-hmm. 2500 bucks worth of... Those would be the same teeth I spent 10000 on on braces. braces. uh uh-huh. That,
1: I'm surprised he didn't take them out before that.
0: Well, exactly. Like, if the furnace guy can give you a credit for the repair work he did on the furnace when you buy a new furnace, shouldn't the orthodontist give oh, you a credit yeah. for the... You know what I mean? Like, mm. can I get a little money off of that? Because mm.
1: I'm pretty sure it's the same guy
0: pulling I'm the teeth sure. that he straightened.
1: Pretty Yeah, I'm pretty sure I had my... my um, my wisdom teeth out before I had my braces or very shortly afterwards because I had braces very young. I was 10 years old. Do you want to know 10 to 12.
0: Do you want me to... This maybe mind-blowing, perhaps not.
1: The furnace
0: and the hot water tank are 18 years old, right? <laughs> and they're giving
1: out. They're only going to cost you six grand. How much has Maddie cost you in 21 years? My
0: daughter, see, <laughs> is now past 18. She's 22, <laughs> right? And now I'm thinking, you know, much like Furnaces and hot water tanks. You should get rid of the children before 20 years right, is
1: up. Well, because yeah. they start costing you more money. Well, because they're not covered as children anymore. That's right. Not There's the no benefits. Exactly. Well, she has a job. Maybe she can put some money towards her wisdom teeth.
0: That's a whole lot of eyelashes. I'll tell you that. <laughs> is. That is a ton of eyelashes. Yeah, that might get even be it. a year worth of eyelashes uh-huh. right there. I don't know that I wouldn't have still paid had she... No, actually, I wouldn't have. If she was not living with me, why would I feel obligated? I'd know. No. Uh, you know what? Let's H- make a note of kick that. Get
1: those kids out, Andrew. Chadville,
0: make a note of kick that. Kick them out. Get, replace your children, your hot water tank, and your furnace before any of them reach 20. Just get them out of there. And, and I think you'll <laughs> save yourself some money. <laughs> we learn in this life, we learn things uh-huh. the hard way.
1: Well, we told the kid, the last one, before he uh, finished school and before he moved out, you have some dental stuff to go do? Do it now while you're still covered, because yeah. after that, it's done.
0: I don't know why that didn't come up in conversation. Mm, well... Anyways, what are you gonna do? And you know what's gonna be next is the roof. You just know that it's gonna be the
1: roof We're gonna get through all of this. Don't manifest. You're you're manifesting. You're you're focusing on it. You're you're manifesting things You're right.
0: And it makes the house more saleable when I boot all of them out and get my apartment
1: (laughs) Because you won't need the house anymore because it'll just be you and Carol. No,
0: it'll be just me in a shack on a beach in Mexico Mm. That's what it. Oh, Carol could join me. Of course. She's always welcome. You guys could visit. Yeah (laughs) Bring listeners.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Once a year. <laughs> Once a year. Yeah, it's... Uh, uh,
0: yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. Is, have you Have you talked about the moving out business at any time?
0: It's come up. It's come up. And here's the thing. Both of them have sort of shown an interest. I mean,
1: the one is still in school, so that's university, you know, a different story.
0: Hunter has to get through university, yeah. and we're not going to put that pressure on him. Uh, although I moved out while well I was in university, but still it's come up, and when it has come up, my wife seems to be an advocate for them staying forever. Which, you know, a part of me is like, yeah, that'd be great. Mm. Love those guys. Fun to hang out with. Um, But they're like bad in-laws that just cost you money all the time. You know? You're right, they should be generating money. Shouldn't they? Isn't that the dream, that you have kids and they... They, they look after you. And, well, I'm they entering my making- golden years, and they're costing me more money. <laughs> they need money. to get on it. They need, they need to, to get on it. Something. Like, even better... Birthday presents. Mm-hmm. I would take anything at this point. Well,
1: Some payback. <laughs> what has been lovely. Yes. Since um the last one left and we became empty nesters. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we're away though, he comes to the house because I think I think the whole um shine has worn off the roommate a little bit.
0: Are we talking about a break and enter here?
1: No, no. We we get him to come stay at the so house. So he still has a key. Yes. Yeah. Okay. okay. All right. Um it, it, because you know, I think when you move out, mm. and you're like, oh, it's going to be great, it's great, I've got the best roommate ever, it's going to be fantastic, and you're in there for about a month, month and a half, and then you start to realize that the place starts to stink, because someone hasn't washed. <laughs> yeah. The dishes, or clean the, dish. the toilet.
0: <laughs> Hasn't washed the dish, yeah. the knife and fork, or nowhere to be found. He, he, uh,
1: well, that was exactly it. He went one morning to have a bowl of cereal, and he couldn't find a bowl. <laughs> so he opened his roommate's room, and all the bowls were in yeah. his room. And but the funny thing was, he said. Welcome to your parents' world. What we dealt with for the past five, six years is it the not, exact same thing. I know, but
0: it's not the payback that you want. Because you want them to learn.
1: You want but them no, to get out there. no, it was a reality check for him. It but was, but what did he do? He came back to your house, so really... No, he came back, and, and it's nice because we want someone mm-hmm. there when we're away. But sure. you'd think... Don't you, tell me. Andrew! Don't, you, don't tell me. <laughs> you'd think... I will not hear it! you think he would have learned after all of the complaining that's been going on about the roommate and the dishes. Number one, we walk in after that long flight, and you're tired, and you're crabby, and your backside hurts, and your lower back's aching. And there they are, bulls. You're 45 years old, and the sink is filled filled with dishes. I would have lost it. There's Coca-Cola cans. From one end of the uh, counter to the other end of the counter. Can I ask you a question? Uh, and Oh, can I add one more? Yes, please. He likes to sleep in our bed when. Oh we, my God, are okay? you kidding me? When we're not there. No. And the rule is you do the sheets before we come home. No, no, the rule <laughs> is you stay out of the bedroom. Well. And don't look that, at the night tables. You stay yes, out well of the bedroom. That's, <laughs> that's, that's, stay out of the night tables. Um, but the rule is you have to wash the sheets. Yeah, you, you have to wash it No, you're going too far with that. He shouldn't be anywhere
0: near that bedroom.
1: I agree.
0: That's a shrine.
1: I agree. And we say to him all the time, sleep in your own room. You know the room that you just left? Yeah. Go back to that one. It, None of it was done. It, None of it was done that night before we got home. It was done before he left the next morning.
0: If Maddie returned the empty water bottles in her room. Oh, my gosh. She could probably pay she, for her yeah. teeth
1: or your furnace. <laughs>
0: yeah, we're at least a portion of the, the
1: furnace. The new water tank. You're leaving the you're going
0: downstairs to get more water. Why don't you take the empty with you? It's not You know what I mean? Why is this rocket science? And there You know what? a joy. That's we're what We're going I was to, about to uh, say. take
1: a quick break yeah. here. When we come back, we've stumbled upon something in this conversation and then there was um something that came across our tables today yeah generation useless versus obsolete oldies a study that reveals that most adults under 34 unlike their parents cannot do traditional tasks anymore we'll break that down right after this all right okay so here goes uh, there was a survey carried out by Good, uh, Good Housekeeping. It found uh, most millennials did not know how to do a lot of basic things. Um, for example, sewing on a button.
0: Yeah. 60% said they can't sew. So- yeah, sixty percent of millennials can, sorry, sew on a button versus ninety-three percent of their parents.
1: Now, bleed, th- This was done in a, in a, in the in the UK. Bleeding yeah. a radiator. I'm Not sure how many people are doing that here, but deal with a blown fuse. Which is odd because we just you just had that conversation, just had that situation,
0: that conversation with my kids when we were in Mexico. A fuse went, and they didn't know how to reset it. And it's not the old fuses that you have to unscrew yeah. and screw back in or put a copper penny in, which, yeah. by the way, never do. Um, it was simply turning it off and back on again. And this survey found 55% can fix a a blown fuse, again, versus 90% of the parents know how to do it.
1: Uh, Darning a hole. Yeah, see, that's a lost art. 24% of millennials only knew how to do that compared to 62% of the parents. Um, Shortening a hem, only 33%. And, And now some of this, too... I think is, you know, is certainly different times. Yeah.
0: Um, well, does anyone darn socks anymore? My mother used to do it
1: constantly. I'm not sure that we're at... I mean, some folks, would I'm sure, would still darn socks. But for most of us, I think we would just go to Walmart and buy the 12-pack, uh, right, exactly. for $3.
0: What about this one? 34%. It's actually the parents' percentage that caught my attention. 34% mm. can cook a meal from scratch. hmm Versus 57% of their parents. Are you telling me 43% of parents can't cook a meal from scratch? That's a lot that of people. That was surprising. Yeah.
1: Uh, know how to check tire pressure? Uh,
0: yeah. 62% wow. of millennials. Versus 77% of their parents,
1: yeah. Um, Ironing a shirt. Ironing a shirt. Not too bad. I think a lot of folks do. This is better. Ironing a shirt. 86% of uh, millennials. Hmm. Emptying a vacuum bag. Oh, how hard's that? <laughs> how about this?
0: 51% of millennials, millennials can hang wallpaper versus 68% mm-hmm. of their parents. You ever hang wallpaper? Yeah. It's been a long time. Yeah. Yeah. I can do it, I think. Yeah. It's getting the old wallpaper yeah, off. It's not that trick. Just
1: a, just a gooey, gooey mess. Yeah, so, you know, that, that was interesting. But then someone said, okay... You old folks, <laughs> and I include myself in that label. Do you know how to do this with a computer? Do you know how to do yeah, that with a computer? Yeah. And that's the turnaround on this one. I think if you if you would ask the parents if they knew how to, I don't know, Google something, right? If they knew how to find your Uh, whatever address all that stuff it would be completely different of course and the
0: authors of the study actually pointed out two possible causes for this of which you know whenever you blame millennials or you criticize them you have to remember we raised them right so we have to share a great deal of the responsibility but two of the reasons they say two of the factors that probably uh, affected the outcome were the fact that because of financial and economic times kids are staying with their parents Mm -hmm. longer as we've Mm -hmm. just discussed so there's no need for them to learn those things because mom will yeah you know mom or dad will uh sew the button back on for them also and this sort of went away without us noticing that there are fewer classes offered at schools like home ec woodshop Mm -hmm. um, things like that more functional classes that we all took that to be honest with you you, if you took them, you probably learned yeah. from them, right? Yeah. And and then I know my kids, these last two going through, that was replaced by typing, right? It was the skill you needed moving forward was to know how to type.
1: Yeah, I know our youngest, and so he's 23 now, when he was at Ainley, um, so what he's graduated Five years ago, now mm-hmm. six years ago, he took whatever home ec course it was—cooking and households, whatever—I <laughs> don't know what—but he and he turned into uh, he he loves to cook. He love loves to cook. Doesn't know how to do the dishes, right? But he loves <laughs> to cook.
0: But you know what? Think about this, and this is sort of you know. We're no, this, I don't
1: think he knows how to iron a shirt. to right. save his Life.
0: We're we're sort of taking a step away from you know what the survey was intended to uh, teach us, but it it's one of those things that it really doesn't matter what it is, mm-hmm. whether it's uh, sewing a button, cooking a meal whether it's changing the oil in your car knowledge is king if it's fun if you know how to do it and, 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 you know, to go out and feel the satisfaction of being able to do a simple repair to your car or mm-hmm. being able to put a button back on in a hotel room, no problem, in time for the show or whatever, it's fun and and not a bother at all if you know how to do it. Knitting, for example, very frustrating for people, but my mom, as I've told these listeners many, many times, will knit an entire sweater while watching mm-hmm. Downton Abbey. Like, she just doesn't even look yeah, at the but needles, yeah,
1: right? Yeah, I think knitting is, though, and crocheting, that sort mm-hmm. of stuff, is a little different. It's not a basic... True. So it's more of a a craft. It's a hobby. Yeah, it's a
0: crafter hobby. You're right, but I mean the fact that you would pull a shirt out of the closet, realize it's missing a button, and put it back Mm -hmm. in the closet because you have no idea how it's not rocket science at all. There's four holes or two holes, and you
1: put, you the, put it in there, yeah. the
0: needle through the hole. Like, what, Do you know. you know
1: how to iron a shirt? Do you iron your own shirts?
0: Uh, that's a bad one. That's, oh, sorry.
1: And, and, I
0: don't. I do. I do. I don't do it as well as Carol as does Carol it. Yeah. In Mexico, in anticipation of yep. the show, I pulled out the shirt I intended yep. to wear it was wrinkled from my suitcase, yeah. and I got frustrated, and she was like, well, there's an iron and an ironing board. And you know that that's one of those conversations that it doesn't matter how you handle it, it's not going to go perfectly, where yeah. I go, is there any way you could ha- iron it? And it's not that I can't do it, it's that she I know you'll do, do job really, job it. you'll do a really w- and you good know, it's, job. And
1: that's the same thing in our house, too. Um, Coach, for the longest time, would actually take his shirts back to his mom's to iron it. Wow. And, when, and when we first started living together, I said, oh, that can't happen, <laughs> because I don't want her to think think that I can't do it. And I yeah. said, no, I'll iron your shirts. And actually, I enjoy ironing um, if you have a good iron, if you mm-hmm. have a good board, all of that sort of stuff. Um, but yeah, he, he can do it like you, yeah. but knows that I do a better she job She just zips
0: it. off. Yeah. I mean, she just does it like a pro, yeah. right? And it gets yeah. done and she remembers the, you know, the collar and the this and the that. And I tend to do it. And then there's one big line through it or something where I pressed it I'll wrong. I'll tell you
1: something. And one thing that I need to learn how to do, I don't know how to change a tire.
0: That I could teach you.
1: I have never changed a tire in my life. And see, that's the kind of job that I'm talking about. And I would a, like to know. I, yeah, and there's again, a I can satisfaction
0: into knowing how to change a tire, not to mention peace of mind knowing that if you had now, to change the tire. having said
1: that, I've got my AMA card yeah. all the time, and they'll show up, and they'll do it for me. But if you're in the middle of nowhere, Saskatchewan, and sure. it happens, and you have to wait well, six it happens hours, to be a gonna, busy day, right? Right. So that's kind of one of the things. I, in my head, I can probably figure it out. I've watched it enough and all that, but I've never actually done it.
0: Do you know the hardest part of changing a tire?
1: Getting the nuts.
0: Getting no, the <laughs> figuring out how to put all the stuff back in the wheel well. So that's,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> how did that fit originally?
1: It's like repacking your suitcase. Exactly. At the, end of the trip. It's like that kind of went there before. What? <laughs> oh my goodness! It's two uh, thirty. Eileen has uh, the news right up.
0: Breaking news with Eileen Bell and sports with Morley Scott. This is the afternoon news on six thirty JED Edmonton's breaking news and conversation station.
1: Tomahawk Roy texted and said, hey, guys, you know what? I'm a 70-year-old living on a dirt road near Drayton Valley. When wed- weddings happen, men and young guys from miles around come to my door to get their ties tied.
0: Wow, really? That yeah, that's another tricky. one I hadn't thought about. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Um, I was away um, and had to tie a tie for my uh, my Air Force Blues, and I mm. have never done that before. <laughs> And I, I had to go online and find a was it a bow diagram. tie? No, it was like a tie, like a, a full Windsor or whatever it is oh, yeah, for my sure. uniform. Yeah, and I I, uh, I didn't well, have to. Well, I,
0: I guess why would you? But
1: no. So I've tied it once.
0: Wow, really? <laughs> I've
1: tied it once, and I just slip it over my head, and
0: because tying. A bow tie is one thing, but tying a tie tie shouldn't be. But now that you mention it, I have tied ties for both my sons. Mm -hmm. And and the only way I can do it is to put them over my head, tie the tie, and then loosen them, take them off, and put them over their head and tighten them back up again. And it it sort of loses a bit of the quality in the process, but Mm -hmm. it's a fairly simple thing to do as well, tie a tie.
1: My dad taught. Well, me. yeah, it, well, just getting the right length, and sometimes too short, too long. Uh, but yeah.
0: you get to know your ties, though, right? Like you know well, how much. There's
1: different knots, though, too. Yeah,
0: yeah, but you get to know like whatever knot you prefer, and whatever your tie you're using, you get to know that I need this much on the right side and this much on the left side, and then it will work out mm-hmm. perfectly. Although it's funny because at these functions where people wear ties, and I go to a lot of them to entertain, you see people who. The back half of the tie is hanging, hanging well down. below. And you just <laughs> wonder, did you not notice that when you... did, did, did you, do you do a final check? I wasn't
1: planning to undo my blazer. Yeah, maybe,
0: yeah. That was it. <laughs> Weird. Uh, should we... Someone
1: says, go clip on. Yeah, I could. Yeah. This one says, I tie my husband's tie all the time. Uh, from Wainwright, I'm a male and I find ironing relaxing. Yeah, it sure. can be relaxing. Uh, they should teach tire changing in high school. Well, I suspect they do in automotive... Wouldn't they do that in automotive? But I didn't take automotive.
0: No, and that's the thing. Uh, And I don't know if schools still offer automotive. I know Nate does, for example. I don't know if high schools still do. But even if they did, even if they had and they didn't in my high school, I wouldn't have taken it. But I did want to know how to change a tire or change oil. I just don't want to know how to rebuild an engine. Mm -hmm. I'm not mechanically inclined, but you don't need to be. I want to
1: know how to change the oil. I want to know how to change a tire. I want to know the the basic things.
0: Or to know what to do, you know, pull a battery out and put a new one in, that kind of thing. It's, pretty, mm-hmm. it's all pretty basic stuff, I think, these days, unless cars have changed.
1: <laughs> From Killam, my wife has trouble putting gas in the car. Even if I leave a sticky note, the instructions leading to the gas tank and everything.
0: I've run into more, and I, not being a sexist, but, but I've run into a handful of women over the years that I've had to help them gas up their car. And I, I've never helped a man, yeah. honestly, but I,
1: I, I, uh, I
0: can't imagine why it's an issue.
1: I mean, it's right there. It's, it's pretty easy. Well, it's usually knowing to how
0: to release the uh, latch, right? It's,
1: it's finding the latch or yeah. releasing the uh, the latch. Yeah, but even there, there's a little gas station there, a little button there. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, depending. Um, Some have a little latch to the mm-hmm. left of your driver's seat, right? I
1: don't like filling up my car. I Why? just don't like doing it. I I love it when my husband does it for me. I do it. I fill, really? up my ca- I fill up my car all Surprised the time. Surprised to learn that. No, I fill up my car all the time. But every once in a while, he's like, no, I'll do it. And doesn't I just, oh, I love it. I don't know what it is. When it's a weird little thing. That
0: is a weird little thing. <laughs> I've never filled up Carol's car. I've never driven, Carol. Yeah, well, Any car she's owned, I've, I yeah. don't recall. Coach rarely,
1: rarely ever drives my vehicle, but sometimes if we're in it going somewhere together mm-hmm. and we're down on gas, he's like, oh, I'll, I'll, I'll take care of it for you. I'm like, oh, that's so
0: nice. Well, that's you know, as thing. useless as I uh, made out my kids to be in the first half hour of this show, and they're not <laughs> useless. They're great kids. That's one of the things, though, that they do. Uh, I find some reason to have them come with me when I'm low on gas, and I get them to pump the gas. Yeah. And I always sell it like, this is something you need to you learn how right. to do. But the truth is, it's cold, and I don't want to get out of the car. <laughs> isn't that,
1: isn't that, <laughs> yeah. Listen to this one. My wife didn't know how to add windshield fluid. Well, you know what? That's tricky and business. And then one of the other tricky businesses with that is finding the proper latch to pop the lid.
0: Well, the hood. you're right, and, and not putting it mine in has the wrong some, like, container. Really, oh, well. Again, you don't want to put it where the windshield... Right, like where the little picture of the windshield is as opposed to, say, your transmission fluid Mm -hmm. or something. Right. So there's those little things, but you should... I mean, how is it possible... Here I go again. How is it possible that a a millennial can learn how to hook up a wireless printer effortlessly but can't figure out that that's a picture of a windshield on that little container? Well,
1: I'm not saying... I I wouldn't just say it's millennials. (laughs) Well, all right. That's fair.
0: (laughs) Don't know why I'm blaming that one group. You're right. a lot of people. Mm -hmm. It is just funny what you learn how to do and what you don't learn how to do which you assume is second nature to everybody but I guess it just depends on your circumstance. I
1: I think it depends on your upbringing. It depends on maybe in some cases if both parents were at home um, what you liked in school, what you didn't like in school what the teachers allowed you to take in school I wasn't allowed to take computers Mm. when I was in high school. They said so when the first original, I think it was grade 10 computer courses came out and that's just basic, yeah. I think. Yeah, they're like, no, you can't. Your math, your math scores aren't high enough. You can't take this. Really?
0: Well, I was told I couldn't. And so take- I
1: never. I, so I, I stayed away from computers at, until the end of high
0: school. I was told at times how they have changed. I was told I couldn't take home Mac. Really? Yeah. Those, so the choices were in that one period, and this would have been grade 11 or 12, shop.
1: So you're looking like, what's that, 1978? Right. Okay.
0: Well, no, I graduated in 77, so it would have been, you know, 75. 75. Yeah. Okay. Um, the three choices were art, shop, or home ec, And I'm just yeah. not a handy guy. Like, yeah. shop was not my thing. I took it for years, but I wasn't good at it. Um, did learn a few skills, like what, you know, I could identify a tool or two, but... Um, so I took art. Mm-hmm. But, and my mom, I remember, my 90, now 95-year-old mom, I remember her phoning the school, a, as antiquated as she is in some of her you know, beliefs, she was ahead of her time in others. She phoned the school and said, why can't a boy
1: take mm-hmm. HOMAC? And they were like, well, it's just not offered for boys. I love taking shop. I took uh, shop. You took on... shop? Sorry, uh, yeah, woodworking. Oh, yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. In um, grade eight. Grade seven, grade eight, huh. full woodworking, full using the lathes. You still have anything sauce, you anything. made? No, but for the longest time, I had I had a, a pen holder. You know, it was like yeah. a triangle, all bevel, you know. So oh yeah, I, oh. I love that. I love this. I love the smell of wood shops. I love the smell of different um, the and different was it, types. Was, of was the there woods a lot of girls stuff. in that class? There wasn't a lot of girls. There was a couple of girls, but uh, yeah, mm. not not very many. I had
0: a doggy doorstop for uh, the better part of twenty-five years that I made in grade eleven or ten in shop. Is
1: that the one Dave Moet's dog ate?
0: It you know what very
1: similar <laughs> to that one. Very similar. Hey, Curtis is on the phone this afternoon. Hey, Curtis. Hello. What's going on?
0: Uh, well, I just found that it, it's really funny how like my I was teaching the 24-year-old stepkids how to drive. And their stepfather had never taught them anything to do with vehicles. But I have a four-year-old that the kids even have said your four-year-old that you raised knows more about driving and can drive better than we can at 24 years old. Why do you say that? Just experience, you know. They they never been behind the seat of a, of a vehicle. Huh. Where my son sits on my knee, he spears, mm-hmm. Right, you know, like he has the power wheels. He has all the the toys and the quads and the and and just just upbringing. Yeah, and so you're not allowed to do that anymore, but I remember those days. My dad would let me sit on his lap, and and he would steer. Yeah. You know, I would help steer and that kind of thing. So I was very comfortable taking my first lesson, and learning how to shift, by the way, was another thing, yeah. a standard. <laughs> I don't think it, Carol now knows how to drive a standard, but the kids certainly don't. No. And no, I tried I, they to they teach do. them, and they were having no part of it.
1: Yeah. I'm good with the standard as long as I'm not on a hill.
0: The hills is where you test your no.
1: skill level as a
0: standard driver.
1: Oh, thanks for the call, Curtis. Appreciate it. And it's funny because it's I'm a i am I ride motorcycle, so I do like. But mm-hmm. <laughs> now I took my driving lessons way back when I was 21 years old uh, on a standard. So you should know how. Yeah,
0: I'm sure I've, I'm hills. sure I've mentioned this before, but I actually learned to drive a standard in England. So I actually learned to drive. Um, Shifting with my left Mm -hmm. hand, which was a weird adjustment when I got back to Canada and had to do it with my right hand, right? But to this day, I'm sure uh, I could drive a standard no problem at all. But when teaching the kids, it was actually me that kind of called it off. Mm -hmm. Um, I wanted them to use my car because it was a smaller car. Carol's was a bigger, you know, SUV, but it was an automatic. And I eventually said, okay, you know what? We're going to learn on mom's car because they were grinding my gears and overriding the clutch and I was thinking if I'm going to drop a couple of thousand bucks on transmission work I would prefer to drop that on AMA lessons which I did as well right both of them took uh, yeah. the AMA that was primarily to bring my insurance down because <laughs> if they complete that course AMA gives you a deal on insurance.
1: Now we're back to kids costing exactly. you money. Full circle. 245 on the 630 Chet Afternoon News. So we'll take a quick break here. Hey, did you get a ticket from that uh, parking ban that had been in place, that season par- seasonal parking ban? A bunch of you did. Uh, about 1,300 tickets were handed out over two days. We'll crunch the numbers right after this. 246 on the 630 Chet Afternoon News. Uh, From this, uh, this text is awesome. At 630, 630. The two things I learned from trying to teach my wife how to drive a standard is one, she has one of the foulest mouths this side of millet and two, we'll just get an automatic. (laughs) (laughs) Great text. I love it. Oh, my goodness. Uh, My kids are six and eight and they already know how to drive. Enough is enough with the PC fluffy bubble wrap society that is tipping the Darwin scales.
0: While our kids learn real life skills out on the farm and get frowned upon by parents who grew up the same way, sadly, a lot of kids from these parents are learning how to eat Tide Pods. There you go. <laughs> don't! <laughs> yeah, please don't. Don't do that.
1: eat the Tide Pods. Remember what Gronk says. Don't do it. Just, just don't do it.
0: No, 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 no. What the heck is going on, people? Use Tide Pods for washing, not eating, do not
1: eat. Thanks Gronk, (laughs) appreciate that. Um, Yeah, we mentioned, um, and you've heard it in the news today, the Edmonton neighborhood blading is, uh, well, it started this morning. The seasonal parking ban in place since uh, late Saturday night ended last night, just before midnight.
0: There you go, so Director of Infrastructure, Janet uh, Tecklenborg updates us now on the progress made so far.
1: Uh, during that time we were able to plow 2100 kilometers of major roads and collectors as well as 3900 kilometers of uh, sidewalks the uh- 2100 is about the distance between here and Winnipeg. So we have a significant amount of roadways to clear in the city. And our crews did a, a great job, I thought, uh, doing it in a timely fashion. Uh, residential plowing uh, started um, right after the parking van was lifted. And uh, we asked for your support to look online to see which is your day for residential plowing so that cars aren't parked on the street and that we'll be able to plow them more effectively. And our crews continue to work 24 hours a day to keep the citizens moving safely. Uh, for the residential plowing, um, we'll keep our windrows less, uh, wind less than 30 centimeters. Windrows less than 30 centimeters. Fingers crossed. We'll see if that happens. Erin Blaine, the coordinator for parking enforcement, says most of you followed the parking ban instructions except for one specific area. The area where
0: it was the least compliant, so where vehicles, we found the most vehicles parked along the snow routes, was uh, southeast of the city. And as a result, we issued 1,318 tickets and towed 168
1: vehicles over the two-day
0: ban. Mm. Wow, look at that. So the ticket for parking in a restricted area costs 100 bucks. The towing fee, 120 on top of that. And if you leave your vehicle at the lot, it will ring you up another $8 mm-hmm. a day. So that's if your vehicle got towed to yeah. the lot. And as you just heard yeah. uh, Aaron Blaine uh, say... 1,318 tickets handed out, 160 vehicles towed. If you want to find out when they're doing your neighborhood, it's actually pretty simple. You go to the uh, City of Edmonton website and take a look or just phone 311 and tell them your address and they'll tell you when they'll be coming down your street. Uh, I think they still put up signs as well to warn neighbors that they're plowing on a certain day. I haven't seen any in 12 And we
1: know it can, and it, it can be frustrating because the yeah. signs go up and then we wait.
0: And then they don't come and exactly then we wait. when they say, I know
1: and then we wait.
0: Eh, what are you gonna do? I was
1: uh, rather impressed out at the out at the ranch, out in the middle of nowhere. The road was plowed when we came home the other night.
0: Well, I noticed coming home from the airport, the most things were, Mm -hmm. they were on top of it uh, Mm -hmm. pretty good. Our neighbourhood was still a little snowed in. But with snow continuing and in the forecast for the rest of the week, there will come a time where they're going to, I'm guessing here, this is not notifying you directly from the city, but if snow keeps snowing, they have to go back to the major routes again at some point. So that will throw all the schedule off for the neighbourhoods, right? But uh, it is what it is. We live in Edmonton. It's the way it is. It snows.
1: But here, you know, it's almost the end of January.
0: What, do you want it to end now?
1: Tomorrow? 30 days has to end. So tomorrow, right?
0: Groundhog Day is Friday, I think. Isn't
1: it? That's, well.
0: February, is that February 2nd, I believe, is Groundhog Day, right? I yeah, is
1: that, uh, okay, I'm pulling out my calendar. Yeah,
0: Puscatoni Pete or whatever his name is. <laughs>
1: Puscaton. Pusca- oh, whatever. Pux- Pux- Puxatoni <laughs> Phil. Hell oh, yeah. Yes, February 2nd is Friday. <laughs> Um, also, Mark Cohen is playing in town. Um, Again? No. See, he's it's Groundhog Day. day. Ah. Um, so January ends tomorrow. Then we just hmm. have February really to get through. And I know we can still get snow and some cold weather in March. But you guys, we're almost through this.
0: And, and listen, for a week of that, I'll be in Mexico. So that'll be great.
1: Yeah, you should probably. Sh- okay. <laughs>
0: it's fair. <laughs> <laughs> that is weird to come home from Mexico and go to Mexico, but I mean that's a, it's a family vacation this time around.
1: Although someone, you know, someone says I always knew the Southeast had the worst drivers. <laughs> I was, they drivers they to park the car, around driving.
0: Now, how many times have you heard that? Those darn southeasterners and their driving habits. <laughs> Actually, never. I've never huh. heard that. That's really weird to just classify an entire quarter of Do the city. Do you know
1: anyone? And because I know this- a few. This city is so huge Mm -hmm. And it's so spread out So we were talking with You know A lot of our listeners uh, On that trip last week Oh where do you live Oh up in the northeast Well where on the northeast Well okay all right. so up Mm -hmm. there And you figure it all out Do you know folks In this city Who Don't come south side Or You know if they live on the north side Don't come south side Or if they live south side Don't go north side I'm one of them You don't go north side
0: Never Never have reason to Oh man I mean, I, I had one friend on the north side. I mm-hmm. still have him, I think. Um, but we tend to invite them over to our house instead. But Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, no, I don't go north side at all. I used to win uh, Yuck Yucks or then the Laugh Shop was in Londonderry Mall. So I'd
1: go up yeah. to, you
0: know, for a week, twice a year.
1: Yeah. I have a friend of mine, my hairdresser. She doesn't cross the river. She lives downtown. She's yeah. lived on the north side before, yeah. but she lives downtown. She doesn't cross the river. When she came out to our place for the wedding... Um, to do my hair, she had, n- like, she was like, oh, my God. Like, <laughs> she she was like, do I need breadcrumbs to get back? She just had no idea where she was and still doesn't. She doesn't you drive. Know, that's
0: it. It's funny you mention that. And, I, like, again, nothing against the north side. I have, And I wouldn't be offended if north side mm-hmm. people don't come south side. Either. But we had somebody from the north side come into our house. And I, I can't recall for what. I think they were buying a piece of clothing or something, like, on Kijiji. Mm. Or one of the ladies was selling it. And we, we gave her the crossroads. It's 23rd Avenue and Rabbit Hill Road. Like, yeah. if you need a major crossroad, yeah. Twilliger and 23rd, or whatever. But she went to... There's a Rabbit Hill Road. You know, like She went to Rabbit Hill Ski. Ski Hill. Ski Hill, yeah.
1: Yeah, wrong spot. Dave, quickly, your comment on uh, snow removal.
0: Hi. Uh, just wanted to ask you guys if you realize that they send all the hired graders home, like they sent them home yesterday and uh, they figure they'll do it all themselves with the city equipment.
1: Yeah, they, well, they call uh, out the other ones when it uh, when they need it, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I hadn't heard that, but that's a good thing, isn't it?
0: Well, it's the point is that it takes way longer for the residential neighborhoods to be cleaned. Yeah, it takes way longer, but costs way less. Well, I mean, the last five years, they've probably saved a ton of money without doing snow removal that never needed to be done you know Mm, yeah well we've talked about that before and certainly i get your point i've seen lots of sparks flying off of blades and you're wondering why they're out there plowing the bare pavement
1: uh i live in saint albert thanks dave i live in saint albert i almost never go to the south side of
0: saint albert yeah wow
1: no but they have they have they have heated roads there so the snow's all good (laughs) and a cop on every corner
0: the 630 Ched Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Ched.